Welcome to the Regroup podcast ahead of this year's Rally Argentina. I'm Bex Williams and alongside me is Emer Penlan and we are delighted to be in this fabulous country. However, the main talking point since we have been here so far has been what, Emer? The weather, Bex. Absolutely pouring down. Torrential rain, thunder, lightning, we've had the lot. We have. Huge electrical storms have affected the region in the past few days. And in fact, they've had a lot of rain in the past few weeks. Omar Avila, who is part of our production team, even told me that the dam here in Villa Carlos Paz had to be opened because it was overflowing. It was going to flood the city. So I had to open the dam, release all the water. God damn. Indeed, indeed. But the good news is the sun is going to come out during this weekend, but effectively the damage has already been done. There's been a lot of water falling on these stages and it's into the unknown for the drivers this weekend. Now, as part of our Regroup podcast, we're talking to a few drivers during this. Uh, We're talking to Sebastian Ogier. We're going to hear from Thierry Neuville as well, but we're kicking off in the M Sport camp. We're going to talk to Rich Milliner. Now, a brilliant event for M Sport back in Corsica, okay? Brilliant. Maybe Elvin doesn't want to say that word when he didn't get a win after losing it on the final stage after he uh, hit a, well, clipped a pothole, really, wasn't it? And damaged a tyre there. But incredible consistency of pace from Elvin. Sunanen also had a strong event. Let's hear what team principal Rich Milliner has to say about it all. Rich, we're standing in Argentina. There's a little bit of rain falling right now, but I think that's been the major talking point so far this weekend. Bad weather over the past few days and the past few weeks here. A lot of rain makes it unexpected out there. We don't know what's quite going to happen, do we? Yeah, I think it will be uh, probably a key factor in what happens over the weekend. Uh, It's been pretty heavy rain, to be honest, especially yesterday uh, on the second day of their recce. And the the problem is the, the weather looks like it will dry up over the weekend but that makes it even more difficult because it means the conditions will be changing all the time and I think it will be a rally where you're probably not going to have a clue what's going to go on, which we say that every time, but I think it's a real big extra factor that's going to make a challenge for the drivers because we've seen when on some rallies in over the past number of years, you know, when you have a lot of heavy rain, it really affects the, affects the stages and although shakedown this morning seemed to be not too bad, it's got rough very quickly uh, and a lot of you know, sand and some of the top of the road surface washed away with the, with this rain. So the stages could be very different to what they recced. Um, so yeah, I think it will be a big decider in what goes on over the course of the rally. You're going to be looking, obviously, to see what your two boys can do out there. Elvin Evans, Tammy Soonan, and both having really strong events in Corsica. I know it was heartbreak on the final stage for Elvin Evans, but my God, Rich, what a performance from him. I mean, he's the consistency of speed there was just immense. And I think Sunday morning may be the stage of his career. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the, the whole rally was pretty much his, for me, was his best drive. Uh, you know, obviously he won Rally GB, which was fantastic. But I think to show the speed he was showing on uh, all, all, all weekend in Corsica and fighting with Tanak and keeping him honest, and then taking all that time back after he lost it on Sunday morning and and making the other drivers go, "Whoa, hang on a minute, that was quite impressive." Uh, it was really strong. But Argentina is a completely different step forward, different rally, completely different set of circumstances, and I think we. We can't be expected to perform like that on every rally. Uh, we want to be, obviously, but we just have to take one step, one rally at a time. I'm sure we'll have some great rallies and we'll have some not, not so great rallies. But 
it does look like Elvin has turned a, a corner in being able to compete with the top three guys more regularly and I think that's really important for him as well. What, what do you think is behind that? Because we do see a change in him and maybe maybe a bit of a personality change while he's opening up a little bit more and I'm kind of comparing it to Oit a few years ago when Oit was very, very quiet. Elvin's never been that quiet but Oit changed, his personality opened up and he... He turned a corner, and this is what you're saying has happened with Elvin, but why? What do you think has sparked that? I don't, it's very difficult to put a finger on exactly what it is, but we see it with all of them. Like We saw it with Thierry, and then we saw it with Oit, and now maybe we've seen it with Elvin. They get to this point where they can compete with, with everybody, but not as consistently, and then all of a sudden something clicks, and they're able to consistently compete at that level. And whether it's just the time in the car, number of years you've been in the car... Um, I'm not sure if there's anything more complicated to it than that, that you get to a point where you just feel comfortable, you've been to all the rallies for a few times, you know, you've, you're used to how it works, you're used to the atmosphere, you're used to people watching you and spectators and the TV crews and all, all of the stuff that goes with it just becomes the norm and then I think you're just fully concentrating on the on the rallying side of things and, and you become more and more confident in yourself and then I think you get to that level that you can do it but it's a very fine line again you know if you have some bad rallies we've seen from other drivers in the past who were getting close to that then had a run of bad rallies and then they couldn't get back to that level again so it's a real fine line that you're working on but at the moment it looks very positive and I think him being leading the team as such and he's ready now to show that he's capable of doing it and hopefully cement his his future in the sport as well. Tamu also had a strong course okay and he held off Tanak on that final day on Sunday uh, and we noticed, you know, you made a comment in Corsica about you being on his shoulder. Milliner's on my shoulder, pretty much, keeping an eye on what I'm doing. Because his objective was to finish there, wasn't it? Not make a mistake, get through. And he more than did that. But now there's a monkey in the car. So that monkey has actually become a cuddly toy. Now it's a reality, not just a fiction on his shoulder. Yeah, I think... Uh... I think actually the whole Timu Sunday thing was kind of missed a bit. It went under the radar a bit because of what was happening yeah, at the front. Absolutely. And I think you're right, it was probably his strongest. It was incredible for me because the whole of Tanak, who again would have looked at it and thought, oh, I can get that back, no problem. And he couldn't, was great and great for Timu. And to be honest, the first few days he was going on about this monkey, I didn't even know what he was on about. And then someone <laughs> said that he was referring to me. And I was like, I don't understand that. And then I can understand where he's coming from because we asked him to finish a rally. But in some ways, then I've got a monkey on my shoulder. Mm. Who's the other guy in charge that runs the company? And he's asked me to make sure that team is finishing the rally. So I think me and Malcolm both on the same wavelength that it's important for Timu to do this. But Timu's finished way that he explains things is apparently a monkey. So we put a monkey in a car for him. But I'm not sure the monkey's going to do the full rally. I think he might just be doing shakedown. <laughs> yeah, we did see him in the car this morning on shakedown. But it is going to be a challenging event due to, obviously, the weather conditions that we have. Hopefully, it will get a little bit better. Just give us a bit of a background, Rich, on, on the preparation for the car here. Because we see a stronger sump guard underneath the car to deal with the rough conditions. What else is strengthened effectively? And we can put some protection on wishbones and we can do easy things like raising the car a little bit. But again, you're, you've got to find a compromise between raising the car enough to keep it safe, but also not raising it too high to, to lose speed. So you run that risk of, of being close to the limit all the time. Uh, but I think this weekend with this rain and the conditions of the stages that we've seen from pictures on Twitter and things like that, it's, we have to be sensible on what we're doing and 
it's a it's a long rally. You know, it's always it always causes drama, regardless if the weather's good or not. But I think it's even more important. So I think our biggest talking point we'll do this afternoon before the guys get ready for tomorrow is discuss what spares we're taking in the car because we could take slightly more than normal to make sure we're covered, or we could run a bit lighter and a bit riskier and not take some of the bigger stuff. Uh, but I think that will be a decision between the engineers and the drivers and then everybody else that's involved as well will come up with a group decision. But uh, I think, yeah, we, the cars are pretty much as, nor- as we would normally prep them for any rough gravel rally. But there's, um, we'll just have to look at the circumstances of this event and then decide which way we're going to go on the finer choices of things we take with us. I'm sure there'll be a thriller out there, Rich. Good luck. Thank you. And that's the main thing now, isn't it? It's what the guys are going to take as, as spares in the car, how many spare wheels they're going to take during the weekend, what else they're going to carry. It is a rough event. We know that, of course. So lots of question marks around that. Yeah, and lots of question marks about what is the strategy? Do you go flat out and go to, you know, hope to be leading at the end of day one? Or do you just ease off a bit and try and be cautious? But the problem is then you can still have a puncture. You can still have a mistake. Um, so... Uh, it's all about strategy for me. I think, knowing Elvin, he'll probably go at 95% and uh, see what happens at the front after day one. Well, a driver who we know pretty much always goes at 100% is Mr Thierry Newville, who's our championship leader coming into Rally Argentina. He's won this event in 2017. Final stage thriller with Elvin Evans. We remember that fondly. Brilliant reaction from Thierry Newville at the uh, the stop control when he realised he'd won the rally. And, do you know, he's, he's so full of confidence right now. Corsica behind him, top points on the board there. He comes here and, yes, it's going to be a difficult event in front of him and he is first on the road. He's the first to experience all that Rally Argentina is going to offer on Friday. But he always looks good at this event. He was on the podium last year. He was in second position last year. Hyundai built a strong car. So, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to hear from him. Shall we, shall we head to Hyundai? Let's go. Thierry, championship leader as we head into Argentina. It was a really successful event for you in Corsica a few weeks ago, but now it all changes very much so. First of all, let's talk about the weather here in Argentina, shall we? Because this is not really what we're used to. A lot of rain out there today on the recce. Uh, obviously, we knew weather can be tricky in, uh, in Argentina. Obviously, um, uh, yeah, uh, maybe a bit more rain than uh, we could have expected or we could have hoped for even uh, even if uh, yeah in my position i was hoping for humid or a little bit wet roads but now it's it's more than wet <laughs> and it's very muddy so uh, it's going to be a challenge for us drivers out there it is and for you being first on the road it's probably let's say a very good position to be in on friday because it'll just get muddier and boggier for the guys behind it should it should uh, let's say when i saw conditions on friday uh, for friday stages which we done yesterday they look quite nice a little bit humid good grip and uh, some muddy places but only few but when i see the older rain which came overnight and uh, today it might be maybe too much and um, we could be hesitating as we are the first car to make the line don't know where are the, the the tricky places so uh, it could be too much but uh, we're gonna go for it and gonna see 
how challenging was it on the recce today in particular to make notes? I mean, I know there's not a huge amount of change with regard to the stages, but was it difficult to make notes in these kind of conditions? Yeah, it is, of course. Uh, you have the wipers at full speed, a lot of uh, standing water, so uh, uh, many times you, you don't see very well and very clear. Uh, also, we had some fog, but uh, it was okay. Uh, let's say that uh, challenging conditions, yes, also during the recce, but uh, all went well. And how are we feeling in confidence-wise? Because Hyundai and yourself have done well at this event. You're on the podium last year. You've won here. That incredible win. Are you feeling good coming here? Yeah, yeah, feeling feeling good. We know uh, the more Rafa rallies, our car is strong. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, again, it's a very long event. It might be more rough than it was last year, uh, and more tricky also with the rain. So um, we don't know what to expect. Uh, I mean, uh, we're going to definitely uh, need to find a good speed from the beginning. Uh, and, uh, and then uh, we're going to see uh, that uh, the event is long. And uh, we know uh, and we have seen in the past, even if you go with a lead into the rally on Sunday, it doesn't mean that you're going to win the rally. So. Well, we've certainly seen that on the last few events as well, it seems, <laughs> not just here in Argentina. Maybe it's better to be second on the last, <laughs> at the start of the last. Day. Maybe it is, maybe it is. Talk to me about the stages themselves, because you know we always talk about the final day and how difficult the final day is here. Or would you say there are more difficult stages across Friday and Saturday? Uh, yeah, it depends on the, <laughs> it depends on the fog, uh, to be honest. Um, I mean, we have had some fog uh, on the Sunday stages during the recce also. But last year, I remember on Saturday, uh, in the very first stages, there was a lot of fog. So it was actually the most difficult day on Saturday last year. But uh, yeah, this year conditions are completely different. So it could be that uh, every day is very difficult. <laughs> As Thierry says that every day could conceivably be difficult here at Rally Argentina with you know the weather that we've had although the sun is due to come out we're looking forward to sunny conditions on Saturday and Sunday but we just need to kind of evaluate how quickly the rain will move away from the stages how saturated they are and of course let's not forget the all-important water splashes which are fit to overflow right now I believe we're moving to the Toyota camp another driver who's taken a win here Ems and that is Chris Meek of course. Uh, we remember that win very fondly as well. It was his first WRC win, so that's something that's going to be special to him forever. Yeah, absolutely. First win. Um, very, very special for him, but it's the first time here for him in the Toyota and with Seb Marshall, of course. But Chris has only got one speed, hasn't he? He will be flat out. He'll be going for another win, no question. I'm sure he will be. Well, let's hear from the man himself. Chris, we've been chatting to everyone, and I think that one of the mainstays of our interview so far has been the weather. The weather conditions, it's been a lot of rain here in Villa Carlos Paz today, the last day of recce for you guys and in the past few weeks as well. So the big question is, what's your view on the condition of the stages out there? I'm just happy the rally wasn't today because the uh, conditions out there were horrendous. Um, with some fog, really heavy rain, deep water, even on the normal type road. We know in Argentina you can get water splashes everywhere, but uh, yeah, there was standing water everywhere today, thick mud. And when the mud here... It's very inconsistent. You know, some places it's like stony ground, some places it's sandy, which is not so bad, but then other places it just turns to black mud, and that's a bit like a Monte Carlo, you know, it's like hitting ice. But uh, now it remains to be seen, hopefully the weather's it's due to get better from here on in. Um, but how much drying there will be, we don't know. Um, for sure there's going to be some standing water in places. Um, 
but how quickly the roads drain or how quickly they dry, we 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 won't know till we get there. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a huge challenge. There's a different dimension on the rally. Uh, last year was very very dry, very dusty, even no water in the in the in the water splashes where normally you get a get a river crossing and there was no water. So yeah, this year they're very deep and uh, that just provides a huge challenge for the teams, for the mechanics, for the cars, for everything, you know. But uh, yeah, so it's a good leveller for sure. We saw the rooster tails last year from the back of the car with all the dust. I don't think we're going to be seeing any of that throughout the weekend at all. But the stages that you wrecked on Tuesday, I'm, I'm sure they weren't completely dry because I know there's been a lot of rain, but the, the organisers have regraded to a point. They put fresh gravel in some sections, but I guess that's all going to be gone now with this weather. Yeah, it, it, su sometimes superficially it looks nice, but you know when they regrade it here, it's with such soft material, it looks pretty. And even after the recce, it digs up, you know, so uh, we fully expect the good stages to deteriorate quickly. You know, there's only 20-odd cars in the rally, but well, these World Rally cars don't belong chewing up a, a bit of soft ground. So um, it is going to get tough out there, you know, even on the recce, it, the stages look tougher than last year. You know, we, we tried to test in Portugal this year to find conditions that were going to be rough and tough. But even when you get here in the recce, you go, nah, it's not even close. So... Uh, yeah, um, there's still a bit of apprehension of what it's going to be like, but I, I, hopefully we're in good shape. You've won here before. Oit won in this car last year, obviously, and it was an incredible performance from him. No one seemed to have an answer to it. How strong do you feel this car is going to be in your hands this weekend? Uh, with conditions like this, it remains to be seen, but uh, for sure I'm confident in the Toyota. Um, our pace since the beginning of the year has been good. Sweden was the exception. We weren't strong there, but uh, yeah, Mexico, we certainly could have challenged for the top step without the puncture. Uh, Corsica, the same. So the underland speed there. So I just have to keep my head down. I, I know we're going to get it right in the common rallies and uh, you know why not string a few together? But uh, certainly I've, I got my first podium here on my first attempt here in a World Rally car in 2014. We won it the following year. 16 I didn't do it, 17 I hadn't the equipment, uh, last year we were lying just in behind out until we got a puncture so yeah I, you know, I see no reason why we can't challenge here, just the thing is to concentrate on, on having a clean run. And we saw in Corsica when you did pick up punctures, you and Oit, it was more a rim damage that was causing that. That's what Tommy told us on the first day. What is that? Can you clear that up for us? Because it seems to be this this constant thing that's there but never really explored. Uh, in Monte Carlo it was an issue for me, but Corsica, no, it wasn't. That wasn't the issue for me. I, I simply missed a curb stone on the on the recce. It was muddy and, and raining on the recce, and I missed to see a little curb stone, and I touched it. So I no, that would have punctured on. <laughs> on anything so no for me that wasn't the issue for Oit yes and Yari on the same stage same place it was maybe a different issue but uh, yeah there's something to look at there uh, for the future but uh, no my issue in Corsica was, was my own my own mistake so in terms of the rims themselves you have confidence in in the build of them yeah on gravel it's fine on tarmac uh, I think in our you know it's, I was new to the team but I think in multi we they tried a, a different spec rim and that obviously didn't work when so they went back to something they knew, but the same issue reared his head without and without and uh, Yari and Corsica. So, yeah, let's say they still still have work to do in that area for for Germany, which we know can be difficult on on rims, in, especially in bomb holders. So, um, 
yeah, it's a non-stop process to, to try and have a bulletproof car, you know. So, uh, yeah, still still work to do. Always great to uh, to chat with Chris Meek. Such detailed explanations for everything. We do love having a chat with him. We're switching base yet again now then and moving over to Citroen and our six-time World Rally Champion, Sebastian Ogier. Second on the road here. He's two points behind Thierry Neuville in the championship standings right now and has never won Rally Argentina. That statistic aside, though, let's talk about his road position because he's not the man who's obviously going to be sweeping. That's Thierry Neuville, although... Sweeping mud is possibly what he's going to be doing on Friday, but Thierry is the first man into those conditions. He's the first to, to experience everything that could catch him out. At least Seb will have some lines behind. Yeah, absolutely. I think Seb's going to be fairly confident being second on the road. Anywhere lower down is going to break up and be terrible, but he will have Thierry's lines, as you say. And Thierry's going to have to experience those really slippy patches first. So, um, yeah, I think Seb's going to be quietly confident. We'll find out. Last day of recce for you, it's Wednesday, and we've had so much rain today. Conditions have been absolutely awful out there. And of course, unusually, we don't see you first on the road here. And if we did, it would be a joyous occasion right now. You'd be celebrating, but it's Thierry who's got a big smile on his face. But it shouldn't be too bad for you, second. Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't be too bad. So uh, it's, it's, it's OK for me. Uh, but like I just mentioned, uh, uh, yeah, Ch Cherry looks very strong in a uh, in, uh, raining dance <laughs> because uh, yeah, it's a lot of, of water which have been falling now uh, the last 24 hours and, uh, and the roads are looking tricky actually so uh, uh, for sure there, will, there won't be any uh, road sweeping I believe but uh, it's going to be difficult anyway and being in front uh, you're also the first one to uh, discover like the big grip changement and, uh, and it, it won't be easy anyway, I believe. It's a stat which is hard to believe. We bring it up every year when we come here, but you have never won this event. <laughs> Second has been the highest place we've seen you, and it is really hard to believe. With all the success you've had, this one you haven't quite mastered. Can it change out there this year? Yeah, honestly, I have absolutely no complex with this rally. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the statistics <laughs> say it. I never won here, but, uh, but honestly, uh, it's been um, close couple of times and I don't think I'm, I'm really lacking speed here more than uh, on another rally so uh, I, I have the same approach of the, of the event uh, uh, for sure I, it's not my favorite uh, anyway because I'm not I never been fan of rough condition and it's definitely one of the roughest uh, gravel event of the of the season so uh, it's gonna be uh, challenging and uh, we just mentioned the rain the, the surface is even softer than usually so we we might see a lot of loose rocks moving around so uh, uh, for sure uh, to be the winner this weekend you, you need to be strong but also uh, I believe to have some luck with you. It is one of the roughest rallies we have and finding conditions which replicate this when you're coming into testing trying to, to find roads that are similar must be extremely difficult because nothing is quite like this. Actually I had very heavy rain during my test <laughs> in Portugal so uh, it was uh, it was I, we thought that it was a difficult test, but maybe it was a good preparation finally. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we will have a good feeling. But when when these conditions are, are so tricky and so many grip changement, it's it's anyway difficult to find the confidence. So uh, we'll have to uh, get a car which we are comfor comfortable with, and uh, and and like I say, try to stay out of trouble. 
Last year we saw Oit on incredible form here and it was the first rally where he delivered all of that pace which everyone was shaking their head at. Do you believe that you have to be absolutely on your limit to deliver what he did last year? Uh, well, for sure, some of his time here last year were, were quite impressive. Uh, but uh, I also know that uh, I, I could never fight with him anyway, starting in front last year. So um, uh, for sure, uh, it will be interesting to see uh, what we can do uh, this year. I have a different car and uh, the first event I had on gravel with the C3 went very well. So for sure, uh, we have to be confident ahead, ahead of the race and, uh, and, and see what we can do. But, uh, but definitely, uh, uh, Oit is anyway uh, a fast guy uh, everywhere. Sebastian Auger referencing Oit Tanak there and Oit Tanak's performance at this event last year was nothing short of spectacular. A mistake on the opening day early on meant that he bent his steering after clipping a rock. He had a half spin but the red mist dropped and he set times which just made everyone else in the service park shake their heads. We could not believe what we were seeing. Not just us but the drivers, the team managers. No one knew where Oit was pulling these kind of times from and it wasn't an easy job for him last year, but he made it look easy. It was a stunning drive from Tanak. Absolutely. In a class of his own last year, and I was watching last year's programme only yesterday, and some of the pictures where he was throwing the car into corners, full commitment, sideways, but again, in full control. And um, if he can recreate that sort of performance this year, all the other drivers better watch out. <laughs> they had better watch out. Well, a driver who returns to us now, back in the championship after missing Rally Corsica, is Andreas Mikkelsen. So we're heading back to the Hyundai camp. Full of motivation, full of momentum now for this event. Let's see how Andreas is feeling. Andreas, you're back in the championship. Yeah. It's great to see you back. And it, it, coming to an event where you've done well in the past in terms of pace, we were watching back to last year's programme and seeing how confident you were out on the stages and how much pace you were able to garner. How are you feeling coming back though? after having one rally out? How does it feel coming back? Yeah, it feels good to be to be back in team clothing for sure. Um, no, it was hard to sit at home for sure, but at the same time, it gave me a lot of time to prepare this rally, you know, and uh, really watch a lot of onboards. And um, yeah, I don't think I've ever prepared as much to this rally, but I've had time for it, so it's it's been nice. Uh, just trying to. Switch what's negative to the positive way, you know, <laughs> trying to, uh, to look at Argentina when Corsica is going. <laughs> you said you've had time to look at on boards and prepare, but we can never prepare yeah. for the weather, can we? No. And, and it's been quite difficult in the past two days. A lot of rain here, especially on the recce for you guys out there today. Was it difficult to make effective notes in these kind of conditions? Yeah, it's for sure. We we try to plan uh, and also to see the how the weather will be when we, when we drive. But it's still three four days until we're there uh, on some of the stages. So uh, yeah, we have to look out where it, it can be very very slippery as well and where the grip is still okay and to make sure are the angles of the pace notes are, are correct at the same time. So it's a lot of things to, to look at. Um, but you know, I'm very happy with my pace notes. Uh, they were very good coming, starting the recce, so I could focus more on, on the surface, which was uh, which was uh, working quite well. Uh, so we'll see. I don't think normally it's a really good thing being last car on the road, uh, like like I am now, because I don't have a lot of points. But uh, now, when it's really wet, um, we're probably in the worst position. Uh, starting last, it will just get more and more slippery for every car. So this really is. Um, will hold us back a bit, but we'll just try to, to do the best we can. And we know that on day two it will uh, will switch around and then maybe we'll, we'll be an early car on the road. So um, we'll just uh, try to 
push as hard as we can, but it's it's going to be very difficult because the conditions are, and it's very easy to do a mistake. You talked about the surface there briefly. Now, I know the organisers have put gravel down on some of the stages mm. to try and repair them, make them better, but of course, with all this weather, it kind of... <laughs> takes away all the work that they've done. What condition are the stages in out there right now? Uh, Apart from muddy, a bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, 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 a lot of rain came today. Uh, so we only see in Saturday stages, basically. Uh, we don't know how the Friday and the Sunday stages look after, because we did the recce on Tuesday. So uh, we'll have to wait and see when we, when we, you know, when we, when we get the information. Um, but for sure, it will be different to what we reckoned. That's for sure. And maybe there's been rocks being uh, coming out in the, on the road with with the rain. Who knows? We'll we'll have to keep our keep our eyes open when we when we drive. It is a tough rally, though, isn't it? It's a challenge of a rally, this one. And you've got to have that balance between absolute speed out there, but then knowing where you can't push the car too much because it is rough. Yeah, Argentina is one of those balanced events between pure speed and uh, reliability and and not doing mistakes. Uh, It's very easy to hit a stone or something on the second pass. You know, it's also fixed on the road, so you just have to... Yeah, drive a bit clever, uh, and um, but you know at the same time if you want to win here you have to go very very fast. So it's it's a fine line. It is indeed a fine line. You have to go very fast. You have to protect the car. It's a complete balancing act, which Oitanak did beautifully last year. You'd look at his performance and you'd say he's not balancing at all. He's just flat out, flat out. But there was an element of balance there. He was looking after the car as well as delivering incredible pace. Well, Ems, thank you very much. That is it for our regroup podcast from Rally Argentina. Make sure you join us on WRC Plus or live for all the action. It is always a thrilling, enthralling event. And I'm sure this year, with the challenge of the weather going into the unknown, you don't want to miss a single second of it. Join us on All Live and you'll see it all play out.